Hello and welcome back to Melhi, a Dream SP podcast. This is episode 17 and today we'll be discussing season 1 of Tales from the SP. As always, we refer to the characters by name and specify when we're talking about the writers, and we also try to focus more on analysis. Uh, so today we wanted to talk a bit about Tales of the SP. Hey. I mean, it's been gone for a while, but hopefully we'll be back soon. That's, it hopefully. sounds. It sounds. I feel like Carl said a couple of different things about it coming back, and we know that they have a plan for the next one as like a space adventure, so. I've got the teaser thing image for that came out like four months ago. It was so long ago. It was so, so long ago. But, you know, it'll come back eventually. Eventually. We just gotta hold out until then. Eventually. I mean, I want it to come back at the very least because I feel like it was a really. It's really fun, Tales of the S- uh, Tales from the SMP, and it sounds like it has a lot to do with Carl's character, which mm. is exciting, and I want more of that. But on the other hand, there are like, you know, there's certain things that I kind of miss about it as well at the same time. Uh, do you want to go through each tales one by one? Uh, yeah, sure, we can do that. I, I'll admit, I didn't get to watch the very first one. Uh, me neither. I actually haven't watched most of them. I've watched like and had people were talking about them mm. because they just they happened too late for me I've stayed up for a couple of them but most of them I've just like alright what are the funniest bits that are, people are posting online and I watched like the <laughs> uh, boar stuff mm. I've seen a bit of okay, the so the first one now. was Gogtopia yes the town that never where was basically, it was kind of like the pilot yeah it was the very first one it was the one that wasn't really announced which is probably why I think I missed it because it was just sort mm. of basically mm. Carl just got a bunch of people and they went a good bit away from the main SMP and built like this little town and they had a villager I can't remember his name and they wanted to like keep him safe and it ended with Carl blowing the whole place up with TNT oh the the, the villager's name was Gregory Gregory uh the fifth Gregory. I think and he was the mayor yes that's sounds like a post that's what the wikipedia is telling me you know I'm gonna get my information for about this one from the wikipedia yeah so the whole concept was that they were gonna build a town in an hour it was George Bad Carl Sam, I guess? I thought Sapnap was there, but I guess not. Sam and Fundy built a town. Oh, yeah. He was the, he was the person... Like, somebody died, and they did, did, like, this thing to, like, summon them back. Was bad? Uh... Maybe? Sam died. Sam died, apparently. Yeah, to Sam died, and he went to the prison. Because I remember people talking about that. I like him saying that it would take him a while to get back. Yes, he was revived of the through prison. a ritual. <laughs> so bad, just like teleported him back. Yeah. But they made it like a ritual type thing. I think bad, funnily enough, is like one of the admins who just like uses their powers casually most often. It's kind of funny to think. It's kind of funny to think of that from like a character perspective. <laughs> it's the demon like, powers. Everyone else's powers are like they like this big deal like the fact that dream can revive people is such a huge deal and then you have bad there with canonical and then and then powers. oh dream xd and everything and then you just got bad there he's just like canonically a demon who's also immortal as long as skeppy doesn't die and can just casually teleport people and i think revive pets canonically able to revive pets oh yeah you can 
technically there's commands to do that. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna attribute that to, you know, the fact that BBH's character is like a literal demon. Uh and it's all it's all <laughs> demon powers. He can just do magic. Yeah. Which does bring up some questions about other admins and where they get their powers from. Honestly, I just love how wacky the Dream SMP magic system is. That's true. It's just, it doesn't make any sense in general. So, like, why try and explain it? But, okay, so the whole concept behind, like, the town that never was is that it's... They they blew it all up and destroyed it so that it would forever be just a memory it, it feels like a commentary on lemanberg to be honest because <laughs> like carl even says like the whole point was that he wanted to he had planned to destroy the country before it was even started because he wanted the moment to forever say a beautiful memory within its creators instead of actually being used as leverage or something to battle over which feels like some lemanberg <laughs> commentary <laughs> Feels like some Wilbur yeah. commentary. Um, be the first yeah, so it was, I think he actually talked about it being kind of like a test to see how people would like the concept of doing short self-contained stories with uh, on the S&P. Yeah, mm. which is uh, what I like about the early uh, Tales from the S&P episodes that were done mm-hmm. on the S&P. Because it made it mm-hmm. feel more like that. And you get these moments. And a of them were more experimental. Yeah, they were more experimental. Like, um, But it also means that people can go and like find where it happens. Because I know Tommy found mm-hmm. Gogtopia or whatever several months yeah. later. And then uh, Rambu's sword carried over. So he still has it on him. Uh, I think mm-hmm. that's his current sword, actually, because mm-hmm. I think he broke the- he lost the last one to something, he- like, a, a creeper. creeper. Yeah. Oh, wait, was it that was the one during where his he, attempted prison visit. He was visiting the prison, and there was a creeper in the portal room. He threw it. Yeah! yeah. He threw his sword at it, and it got blown yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. panicked and tossed it, and it blew it up, and it, <laughs> he's just like, Sam, Sam, a creeper blew up my sword. Um, okay, so the second one was the town that went mad, and this is where we start getting our first proper lore from Tales of the S&P. Yeah. Which, honestly, and I think that one... A lot of the stuff from it has actually continued in Punk's lore, because Punk is canonically a descendant that. of one of the um, members of the town. Oh, yeah, one of the people in it actually sent, uh, actually, like, talked to Ponk in his dreams and he inter- and he inherited like a house from them that has like four spawners underneath it. What? Mm-hmm. And a bunch of villagers. Yeah. Villagers yeah, I know Ponk's really adapted, like really took that one Tales from the SMP episode. It was like this. This is going to be my character's entire like history and ancestry, which is actually really, really um, cool. Okay, so was, um, for people who aren't familiar with the town that went mad, it was basically, what's it called, Town of Salem? Yeah, it's Town of Salem or Mafia, basically. Salem. Uh, but in Minecraft, like, they built, like, a small town, everyone set their spawn and put their stuff in chests, and most of them put on skins. Most. Except for Dream. Dream never except, And that's does. where the, uh, Immortal Dream headcanons came from. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, so Carl acted as sort of like the director for it, and they did two rounds. Yeah, two rounds. I think the. F- uh, also, Corpse was a uh, guest. Yes, Corpse was there. I mm. think the first one, uh, the first round, 
the murderer was, uh, I don't remember who the first trans murderer was. I just know Dream dies the first night and that's where we got Cornelius and the cat boy was, uh, was him. It was him in corpse. <laughs> and so that becomes like a, a shipper <laughs> that became a shipper thing. Um, and uh, Robin, Robin's their son. Yeah, Robin was, was played son, by adopted son. They were in the house together, so I think it was implied that they were they were a thing. Yeah, I haven't watched the episode proper, but I've seen. I I think I watched the first non canonical bit where they were testing out the rules. I, yeah, so there was two rounds. The first round they ended up deeming as non canonical, or Carl did anyways, because it's like a test round, and I know bad and dream were the killers and then the second round became the canonical one which is where we get cornelius or dream uh cat boy which was corpse who was blind uh and they were together or something they lived in the same house at the very least and then robin was sort of their adopted pseudo child mm -hmm. and also um robin mentioned the red eyed village wars which at the time many took to be a reference to the egg and it looks like it was oh really wait i didn't even remember that mm. yeah, because yeah. um the masquerade episode of tales confirms that the egg the egg um, is a thing is able to yeah, control people into killing each other and punk shows people who were killers in the second round with red eyes yeah it also revealed that the egg is very very old Ancient. before um mm. foolish talked about it yeah it, the egg um mm -hmm. the egg getting its origins in tales from the smp episodes and then getting sort of or like i love how because the egg first shows up before the first or before it shows up in tales that sort of story arc started before that so it's kind of interesting to see how bbh kind of talked with like carl and others to get it put into the history i know that he's been talking with um ron booth recently so i'm wondering when tales come back comes back we might have one that centers about around like ron booth or ender walkers or something maybe actually well, you know what that would be you know how the ender wolf arg has like this person mysterious person called z mm -hmm. It will be kind of interesting to have Ron Boo play that character Z in a Tales episode, as if like maybe there's someone from the past. Well, we do know that Ron Boo, um, a couple of characters that Ron Boo has played in Tales from the SMP, were supposed to get more like lore and things happening. Like, um, uh, we haven't talked mm -hmm. about this episode later uh, yet, but the army like tournament arc one that they do. With like Rand. techno as the emperor, the like Colosseum. Or the, yeah, the Colosseum. Oh, yeah, he was supposed to have an introduction as they're walking their way in, but uh, uh, techno forgot or didn't see him or something, and so he just kept going. <laughs> and so um, he didn't get oh, it. also he was meant to talk during the masquerade, yes. but he was accidentally muted at the start, so they just went with him not talking. Not being until allowed the very end. to. For like maximum maximum effect. and we know that he yeah we know that he helps carl a lot i think with like not necessarily planning but with like coming up with different ideas for it mm. and doing lore stuff so it feels like there's a pretty good chance that 
like some he of could his... have incorporated his own lore yeah. into the tales stuff or even like just different aspects or just that his the things that he comes up with for the lore say a lot about the history of the smp which in turn his character would be you know somehow told talked about with those things it's it's interesting i don't know um yeah. It made me excited for the space one because I know that he had um, a lot okay, to do with so, that one. Mm, uh, okay, so let's see. What's the next one? Was the next one? The next uh, one was Mizu? the beach episode. Oh, yeah, the beach, the beach episode. episode was so much. So fun. that one was pretty lighthearted. Uh, it was mostly because people were joking about wanting a beach episode, <laughs> and then people joked about the party during Exile Arc being a beach <laughs> episode. Um, it's interesting because I. Isn't it kind of assumed to be during the earlier SMP and Rambu's there? So it's like, has, was Rambu there earlier in the SMP? It's, yeah. This one feels more like alternate universe shit. Well, that's the weird thing, right? Is like, it's implied, it, like, it is canonical to the SMP, which means that at some point, Dream Sapnap George, Bad, and Rambu yeah. went on a beach episode but you have to assume that it affects their current reality because rambu literally gets a sword from it that he still has he does and i think he's yeah. mentioned before that he got the sword from that like from that trip so how does that play into the character? There's, there's gonna be the, there's gonna be the ender smile reveal and he's gonna be like i literally went on a beach holiday with three minutes friends. Yeah, I know, right? Like, H how did you guys not guess I was working with it? Who's <laughs> gonna bring that one up? Like, that's really like very confusing. It's I don't know. That was an interesting. No, no, I, like oh, he starts hallucinating again, and the dream voice is like, "You're you're friends with Kree. You literally you went, went on a treasure hunt. Together. You went on a beach. You, you went on a treasure hunt with Dream Rondu. Yeah, it was. It's a very interesting. Like, no. No, it couldn't be. The implications, be. though, that, no. like, Sapnap, George, and Dream, and Bad just hang out on beach. Like, that's what they do in their free time, is their <laughs> characters just go to the beach and have a fun time. That's some wholesomeness Aww. right there that we don't get often <laughs> with those characters. <laughs> do you think... Do you... Okay. Um... Do you think the that particular tales took time before the dethronement scene? And I the figure whole it has speech? to. Yeah, probably. Which means it's like pretty soon after Rambu just joins the server. So Dream just walks up to this random dude. He's totally <laughs> brand new. They haven't talked. He's like, hey, you want to come hang out at a beach party with me and my friends? Uh, you know, maybe that and was just his like, sort sure. of. Well, when you think about it. Um... No, no. What, what if that, that's how Enderbu and Dream met. Yeah. Or <laughs> like. They first started their partnership. It was just Dream saying, oh, we. How about we invite Rambu to our treasure to our, like, our day at the beach because he's new. It's like um yeah, because Dream does do this thing where he has like new, when he has new people join the SMP that he tends mm. to like as a character sort of vet them. Like with Puffy, he followed her around and sort of helped her out with her tasks and just sort of figured out what her deal was. With Foolish, he had like a conversation with him, but I think he was like fleeing from the smp at the time mm. off in self-imposed <laughs> exile so yeah. he couldn't be there to talk to him but he has this thing where he usually at least talks to or greets people for the first time maybe that was mm -hmm. his sort of let me see what your deal mm. is experience with ronbu <laughs> uh, it's also michael, the start of the whole prison bit yeah the prison bit it's also the start of um 
Rambu and like Sapnap's friendship too, in general. Like they they got along really really well during that, and I think it, they've gotten along really well. It's the first time they really talked too. Yeah, which is really wholesome when you think about it. Yeah. Just on a character and like a, a real person level of this, like we got to see the first time that they really like hung out. At least that, you know, a mm -hmm. lot yeah. for an extended period of time. Oh. Uh, I think like ages ago when Nikki first got on Dream, also greeted her with uh, a signed book. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cause um, that was during Lemanberg. Uh, Dream was arguing like there was some kind of fight going on between Lemanbergians and Dreams <laughs> in the Dream team, and then Nikki was there, and I don't remember if they were fighting about Nikki. I think they were, cause I think the Lemanbergians were being dicks about women because they did that mm. and he like turned around and gave her a book that said welcome in the middle of them all arguing <laughs> and she was like oh that's so sweet it's like it really is. dream is always very nice to people when they first join the smp as long as they're not immediately assholes like that's just kind of <laughs> tell me what <laughs> i mean i mean there was the whole killing um, killing Rambo. That's right. That's definitely not like canon to the story. Yeah. Fallow green beast. And it fit for the way that they had mm. Ranbu join the SMP, where it was this whole bit of like, I've hacked my way on. <laughs> so it worked really, really well for that. Uh -huh. <laughs> I've hacked, guys, I've hacked my way into the Dream SMP. What pops into the Dream SMP? Huh? I mean, it probably also got a lot more people watching Ranbu's stream to see Dream on it. <laughs> yeah, that's. I think that might be because why. Because you, you know how it is with Dream fans, like yeah. you see like dreams on this person's stream, and then somebody is like <laughs> they're just flocked thousands of people going towards that on that stream. He, he just um, okay, so the next one was Mizu, Mizu. which is Mizu's the first one said in the future. Bob, my boy, Ram Bob. my favorite Ram serial Bob. killer, Kinney. It's <laughs> 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 basically okay, but you don't. <laughs> <laughs> He's like those people that like become super big fans of like people who are actively in prison and is just like I will be your cultist. Let me worship you. Oh, random. Uh, okay, it's but it was kind of interesting, interesting going with the whole like um warped history thing. Yes, that was true. And the fact that Rambo was presumably in love, and you have to wonder like. Is this the case of it's like just this one community of people got this really warped idea of history? Is this something that was experienced everywhere? Or and also like is this the future like the set future of the Dream SMP or is time flexible? Well, that's the thing, right? Is like cause it seems like the fishermen who the care like who are like the characters of the story necessarily don't know anything like don't know a lot about like all of these characters i think a few of them make a couple comments about it but then like it's very i don't know it's also interesting to look at the different titles that each of the smp characters get because like george is still the king um mm -hmm. eret is a tyrant rambu's called a traitor interestingly enough uh because of his i mean he kind of was that's also where we got the first his moral backbone was as strong as a chocolate eclair also <laughs> there's something like oh uh, 
Manberg warriors or something with Kabo being their leader and this great yeah. warrior. Sapnap was the and pet then, protector. <laughs> Inaccurately. Oh, no, people didn't know if Wendy was a like, person or a pet, and uh, Tommy was just remembered as a child. Bipedy was a bard. Skeppy was a diamond idol. Bad was a spellcaster. Bundy was a pet. Uh, <laughs> Carl's Carl had a room, but it didn't have a name. Tubbo mm. was the great leader. Tommy was the plate collector instead of discs. Didn't, his, didn't, <laughs> didn't um, Carl's room have like a school in it and people started freaking out because of that? Uh, it had a code name Kids Next Door poster. It had a bunch of books. It had a chest. Um, what else is in there? There was a TV. But there wasn't really... I don't know, there wasn't a lot... It was a lot of bookshelves, though. That's all I. That's all it says. I'm just looking at the. I'll be forever <laughs> mad at the fact that there was extra Rambalore that they didn't get to. Yeah, that happens mm -hmm. a lot in these SMP. <laughs> the tales from SMP. There's also though there was the tree dome mm -hmm. which had the bench, the bench, the bench that the bench tree was named mm -hmm. for with a jukebox, which is fun. Mm -hmm. Also, the funniest part of that was the whole thing where Dream died and he had to be teleported from the prison because he respawned there. Oh. Oh, yeah. That does. Ha that happens a lot. Poor, poor guy. <laughs> uh. I am mad because I had to watch um, the, ed the edited VOD for that. That was. Oh. That, that sort of like got rid of the bloopers and the slow bits. So I. Did not see that. I did not know that was a thing, apparently. I need to go back and watch and laugh now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, yeah, so Lizzie, find the secret room where there's like this little dream shrine. <laughs> Rambob is such a fanboy. He's such a stan. Mm -hmm. He's a toxic he stan. Seems... <laughs> he <laughs> dream would not the stand for him. The toxic dream stand they warned you about. I love yeah. how it's also. Um, <laughs> That's the real abuse apologist of the SMP. <laughs> it's also very cool that, like, that little explanation when they get down there and Rambob sort of reveals what everything really is going on is, is that um, everyone picked sort of an idol to worship, and his, mm -hmm. and the only one who celebrated him, he picked Dream. And when people ask, they ask him if Dream was a good guy. He says, it depends on how you look at it. And that mm -hmm. seemed, that's, that's very just... interesting because it's also the first sort of in, not indication, first, but it's like, it's one of those indications of like, you know, there's more to Dream's character hmm. necessarily because it, it really I think it's very important that it's coming from a character played by content creator Dream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it could have been very easy for him to just play Rambob as a character he thought that Dream had done no wrong. <laughs> but instead he chose to make that statement of like how it depends on how you look at it. That a lot of people did think he was a bad guy. Yeah. But mm -hmm. Rambob just disagrees. The thing about Mizu I find really interesting and I'm, I'm walking into like what I think happened to Mizu. Is that there are survivors of Mizu out there like we know we know ran is out there oh yeah he came he from mizu be. does does he do we know that yeah I well, mean, he well it's have. implied heavily heavily confirmed. implied oh. interesting 
Oh yeah, because doesn't wait, doesn't the Colosseum take place before the Lost City of Mizu though? Timeline. It does, yeah. it does, but like it's implied well, when you get to Mizu, Rambob says that it's been a very long time since he's seen anybody else, right? Oh yeah, so maybe By then it already been abandoned for a decent amount of time. Oh see I didn't pick up on that when I was watching. I think the other thing that's interesting about Mizu is just it's an interesting sort of look at how history can get twisted depending on who's writing it. And the fact that yeah. Ranbu is the one writing it in that the one person left who happens to be a psychotic murderer. Um, <laughs> gosh darn it, Ryan Bob. <laughs> You're not exactly repping the whole Sea Dream fan uh, well, but <laughs> the fact that the one person that we have left is someone who says... Dream was a good guy, depending on how you look at it, because the history that they've gotten passed down is this combined narrative of Rambu's, where he's like, Dream is the reason for everything that's happening. Dream did this, Dream did that, and he says that like Dream does bad things. But then he also there's like the fourth book out there, which assumably has a much higher opinion of Dream, considering <laughs> it's written mostly by Enderbu, who has all of his memories. So it's an interesting. It's an interesting play on that, and it's just an interesting sort of commentary on how uh, history gets rewritten over time as different people say different things. And I like the implications of just sort of like, you know, history is typically written by the victors, but in some cases yeah. it's also written by the losers. And which <laughs> tale, which version of that gets passed down is really up to chance. Yeah, it's it's like. Um... You know how- I think we've talked about this before, about how during, back in the day when the Lamanbrook Revolution was happening, everybody was 50-50 split between whether they were rooting for the Dream mm -hmm. SMP or Dream Team, uh, Dream SMP or for the Lamanbergs, Bergians. Yeah. But now, now that because the Dream Team's history has been lost through time, cough cough, mm -hmm. the lore <laughs> videos that never got released, Cough cough. <laughs> Another lore video that got never got released. Cough cough. Puns releasing his videos like months after the fact. Because yeah, that's the happened. reason that there's now such a tilt towards the Mamberg is people kind of come into the fandom with this default. Yeah. Oh, the Mamberg was good. Yeah. yeah. And I think the main exception to that is people who come in through tech now because he's more. <laughs> he's more anti Lamanberg than most. Um. Yeah, there's very much a very, it's... like, default um, set of opinions that I think most people mm. coming in get set yeah. with, which is, Lamanberg was the good guy. You're guys. most likely to, like, change your mind on that if you actually go back to watch the videos and watch the VODs, but a lot of people won't do that because there's just too much content Yeah, yeah. they're already trying to catch up on, so they'll just go by the majority opinion. Yeah, yeah. it's just, it's just that... We saw it happen. People who were around back then, they saw it happening in real time. History being warped as you go as you go on until suddenly the Mambergs were always the good guys, and they weren't just a bunch of assholes on the Dream SMP <laughs> being assholes. Yeah, I think the other thing it goes both ways though, because like I recently had to go back through a transcript because I was updating a quote bot for Wilbur, who is a character I hate, by the way. Like I do not like <laughs> Wilbur as a character. He annoys the shit out of me, and he makes me very angry. But 
I don't know how I ended up running a quote bot for him, but whatever. <laughs> but I was going through the Manberg Festival where Tubbo dies, and I was sort of reading his lines, trying to find good quotes, and I was like, you know, I really hate you, but my, like, I can see more clearly reading through this, like, how you are just completely losing it during this. And how, when I was first watching, you seemed like you were losing it, but over time I sort of lost that into just a, you're an asshole, I don't like you, and now it's more of a, you're kind of, uh, you know, uh, losing your mind. So, I think it's just good, honestly, for anyone from any perspective to just go back and sort of re-watch things and re-read things and see how that... Because with fandom, a lot of the time, your, like, opinions can get very, uh, fogged up by what other people say, and sort oh, yeah. of just losing memories of how exactly things played out, because you're not going to always remember Creating new memories. Yeah, so mm -hmm. you're always going to misremember something, so I feel like it's just good practice in general to go back and rewatch things, or just, like, reread things, especially if you're trying to, like, make some sort of smart commentary about a character. <laughs> I hope everyone understands that when you make smart commentary that we're all just clowning at each other. We're all just a bunch of clowns in our little clown circus with wigs and nose and that nothing we say is ever good or is ever accurate, really. And you shouldn't take um, stuff people say as the truth. Right, so what was the next uh, tale? Uh, next tales after that was the masquerade, which is where we get the egg. The masquerade, I was... Billion. I don't think I was there for it. God damn it! <laughs> I think I was only ever able to catch the mansion live. The masquerade is, uh... I caught the start of it, but then I had to go to sleep. Well, the masquerade is the mansion, Oh, I isn't caught it? the mansion in the, um, and the oh, Coliseum no, no, you're live, about the but I didn't manage okay, to catch yeah, yeah. The, man the, the masquerade live. The masquerade... I did we... watch the whole lot, though. Um, so the masquerade is the second time Egg shows up. Yes. Entails. But this is its more. And this time we actually get to yeah, see it. Yeah, this is its most outright yeah. appearance. And we get uh, Carl, Bad Boy Halo, Fundy, Nikki, Quackity, Rambo, Sapnap, and Techno. And it's a. Techno is the, you know, rich guy, which is very <laughs> funny because, you know, Techno Blade is, you know, the most anarchist <laughs> fuck the rich it's, oh, dude ever. God. At the same time, I as being, like, love my Sir Billiam um, so much. Yeah, Sir Billiam is a great character. He drops some banger mm. lines. Um, um, this is also the first time Duck Duck Goose shows up, which, which is a trend up later in Tales. Duck, <laughs> duck. It's it's a running joke Goose. now. It, it's happened like twice. <laughs> that makes it a running joke. Yes, yeah, I love the. It's it, they're gonna be like sitting in the next Tales. They're gonna be sitting in a spaceship, and someone's gonna say, "Hey, why don't we play Duck Duck Goose?" <laughs> yes. And then they'll sit down for ten minutes to play it. Or maybe that you know maybe that's what you just do in Dream SMP for parties in the Dream SMP universe. You play Duck Duck Goose at all parties. Th yes. That that's why that's why Tommy was so disappointed when only Dream showed up to his party each party. Oh, you can't there play wasn't Duck Duck Goose with one duck, duck, Goose. You can't play it with just two people. What is yeah. with this obsession of Duck Duck Goose on here? <laughs> it's such a stupid intro, but it's hilarious. <laughs> And then people start getting murdered. Oh, like the funny bit, the funniest bit is, you know, they, they're, they're running around and people you can see perfectly, but it's just everyone going like, Techno's going like, ah, oh, we can't see anything, it's too dark, but it's bright. <laughs> What's the beast? Like, it's darker, but it's brighter <laughs> enough that you can see it. Oh, yeah. 
There are always a, f- yeah. a couple of like uh, little issues uh, in these games that are just the best. Um, <laughs> the Masquerade was such a good one though because it was also uh, I feel like an establishing like like Mizu was sort of an establishing mm. point for Carl's character because it's mm. I think the first time that he sort of has the mentality of like why does everyone die and then the masquerade was the one where he's like everyone died again uh what yeah. the hell like i want to stop this and it's also where we get our first uh the in between the first time he goes to the in between uh oh yeah which is a whole subject on its own because that's a whole freaking <laughs> dimension of shady shadiness that's trying to not <laughs> be shady but look shady anyways <laughs> What else? What else happened during the masquerade other than people dropping the best lines? Uh, I think Nikki I found think the him hiding. I think the masquerade was from the best tales episode <laughs> because it mixes like the general sort of just like fun vibes yes. of tales. Oh yeah. With stuff that is relevant to the greater Dream SMP lore. It's sort of the best of both worlds. Yeah, I loved the masquerade. I feel like I can kind of tell when Rambu, um helps Carl come up with the stuff because Rambo loves psychological horror <laughs> and the whole Mizu thing is you're walking through a dead t- a dead city with this guide mm. who's kind of unhinged. Of food. Yeah. It's always interesting because um, uh, Carl credits at the end sort of like who helped him come up with ideas and Bad's almost universally there because Bad is I think in just about every <laughs> episode but also helps him oh, with yeah. the buildings. And specifically with the egg, he helps him mm. with things. But oh, we've also yeah. seen Rambu and Dream get listed in those, which is an interesting thing because it means that. Um, also, just quick um, about mm. the masquerade. It was also the first one not to be done on the Dream SMP server. True. Mm. It wasn't. It was on its own server that he had someone. He paid somebody to build the set basically for yeah. him. Which I he... think it was because it was too big. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Or just because I think when they do the sets on uh, the actual SMP, they try and do it mostly in survival, I think. Because I remember during <laughs> uh, Mizu, I remember uh, Bad was talking a lot about like mining up sand and stuff because he needed there a was, lot of glass. There was something back then about Bad stealing random blocks from places and that never went anywhere, but I remember it being such a mystery. Oh, well, oh. we know now. Because, <laughs> yeah, because I think he did it, like, part, like mostly in survival because he would get... He, yeah. he was, like, mining a bunch no, of No, no, I mean, like, it wasn't, like, him stealing blocks to build stuff. It would well, be, like, yeah. a single block. And oh. I remember because when they went back on another stream to Mizu and were, like, messing around and talking about, like, stuff that they missed... He took a block of quartz and someone pointed out that he'd been taking random blocks in places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. So Might that's just like some unsolved mystery, I suppose. <laughs> uh, we, we can put it, if we ever do another unsolved mysteries of the Dream <laughs> SMP video, we can- What was BB doing? What the hell was Bad doing with <laughs> random blocks on us? I think we should probably, okay, briefly before we move on to the next one after the Masquerade, I think the other important thing that came away from the Masquerade is that it's where we get the first appearance of the egg, but we also get like the first actual description of what the egg's deal is. Sort of Ooh, like, yeah. we know it's brainwashing people, 
sort of, well, we know that people are like getting lured into it, but we don't really know what it wants. And then this is like the first- It wants death. It wants death, it wants power, and it needs people to die and be fed to it. And it sort of gives people in that, it also the thing, the fact that it gives people, it promises people whatever they want. And that's how it sort of gets into your mind to control you and do what you make you do what it wants is that it tells you that, you know, I can, I can give you power. I can give you money. I can give you this. I can give you that. And so I think, I don't know, Masquerade was just a really interesting thing. And it sort of upped the horror of the egg, considering a lot of the times on the SMP in actuality, the egg didn't get to be as cool as it wanted to be. Because people who weren't super involved in it wouldn't play along with the whole, yeah, it's brainwashing me thing. <laughs> um, so, what was the next one again? The Wild West, which is where we get the return of Corpse. Mm-hmm. We get Connor's first episode. Uh, Fundy, and we also Quackery, get Rambu, Sapnav, Techno, and Tubbo. And BB Edge, of course. Mm-hmm. Oh god, um, I think I was there for actually watching that. that does not end tragically after a few that did. Yeah. Well, it ends like mildly tragic. Only one person dies. <laughs> Rambu, what? Just, just Rambu, because they put the kid who <laughs> I wonder if that was scripted or not. I feel like it was because it seemed very intentional to set him up to yeah, be up against kind of the sap nap of all people. Who's like very God. good at PvP and like Rambu's not it bad would be really at it. Funny but... if he just killed Sapnap accidentally. Yeah, that would have been great. Like Sapnap like slipped and didn't shoot in time. It would have been great. Um, I, I just I, I I think that Wild West has probably one of my favorite moments out of all of them. Even though like I really love some of the like quotes from Masquerade, just because the Wild West has corpse in jail. Uh, eating someone <laughs> and then they're all like and then Techno is just like how the heck did he get that like he's been oh, yeah, Techno is the sheriff which is great a, and then they describe corpse a, a literal cannibal as a free range criminal <laughs> they can't afford to feed him so they just let him out every once in a while to eat people <laughs> like okay it's yeah so that's, funny. that's normal <laughs> Okay, you gotta love how many death flags are set up for, like, all the characters there. <laughs> they just- they were just like, yeah, no, no one- no one lives. <laughs> um, okay, so, um, also the Masquerade, I think, took place around the same time as the Wild West. It happened. yeah, it, it, it took place Wait. after the Wild West, which- no, I think it took it's the same time period, and it happens. Time. I, I think it happens what? after the world. And we know <sighs> that William stole money from the bank vault, and also stole a kid. Who was yeah, the so butler. masquerade had to have happened after, um, after Wild West because the kid grew up. Yeah, to we be know that happened the in the past. Yeah, same time period. Yeah. Um. Right. So next we have the Colosseum or the. Coliseum was the last one? one, so we got Mansion before yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So what? that's another one that's a bit more casual. Or oh, the most interesting thing about it is at the end, where Carl kind of has this moment where he thought he was gonna be like saving people again. Yeah, he he's like, what? Well, er- but it turns out everyone's just chill and doesn't really care. He gets to the end of it and he's like, oh no, everyone died again. I didn't manage to save anybody. And then, uh, no, they're all fine. They're just chilling in the basement. 
with skulls on to prank you. <laughs> Which was actually, that one was fun because we got, weirdly enough, we got schlatt lore. Which, like, it, it was, it was... Hmm. I also got lore about the yeah. people who are, like, in the Dream SMP world, but aren't involved with the Dream SMP characters at all. Yeah, which is very interesting. Or, like, we just live, like, 10,000 blocks away no, and only hear rumors one. about what's going on around that area where they have, like, Lamanberg <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. The fact that it's just... So it takes, like, three months for any news to get to them. Like, that it's just Connor's friends, like, this is what he actually does on the SMP, is, like, everyone else is just, like, fighting wars and dying, and he's just like, yeah, I'm gonna... Uh, rent out an Airbnb for me and my best buds out in the middle of nowhere to all hang out in and just sort of vibe because everyone like at the SMP is kind of a jerk. <laughs> also, the implication that it, uh, that Francis just is Dream just in a bad mustache and he just somehow snuck out to hang out with Connor. Okay, no, it'll be really funny. You know, you know what? You know what I want? I want that episode to be canon to like post prison dream. <laughs> I think that would be very funny. <laughs> that would be great. Um, that was uh, that was also the first time puns is in an episode, and Connor. And then we also got yeah. the twins with Rambo and Tubbo, which is really fun. Uh, just in combination, and then Techno. Uh, Techno's character was adorable with his with his hat. Uh huh. Um, I'm trying to think. I like how Chat just bullies on Techno and Dream endlessly. <laughs> That's just what they do. Sorry, you're not allowed to play. It's... I, I'm sorry, I was a little distracted. Um, but I found... And I don't know if you guys already talked about this, but it's really interesting because I feel like Carl's gotten into this mindset um, through all these adventures that there's always going to be a real danger. That there's always going to be something wrong and he has to be the one to try and fix it, at least. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. at the end, when it turns out that it was just Glatt throwing a party for his friend... It, it, it's very much a, like a, a genre reversal or genre breaking. I don't yeah. know. It's he's upset about it. He doesn't like the fact that they're just having fun. That's not actually any mm -hmm. real danger. Because I guess it makes sense if he if everyone else just knew it was just a party, but he's the only one who took it super seriously. <laughs> that he would be upset about that. I mean, it kind of makes sense if seeing as he's been in a lot of life-threatening situations for time traveling before. He's had to travel back in time so many times. He's like, I just gotta save. Everything. It's like the first like sign of him developing sort of a hero complex as well. It's yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. It's very much because he's like, mm -hmm. he's like, I'm going um, to save everybody, and then there's no actual danger. Oh, <laughs> uh, but then there's the Colosseum. Yeah, Colosseum. Where he's the, oh, the, pit. the one I was there the whole time for. Uh, <laughs> the pit. Um, and that one takes place shortly before Mizu, because we see the, the fisherman who explored Mizu in the background. Yeah, it's a year before yeah. the lost city of Mizu, according to its little, uh, you know, Screamer summary thing it's in the Southern Empire. Summary thing. Southern <laughs> <laughs> Empire. Oh god, I love the play on words here. It's so it's so much fun. I think that's, I think the biggest thing I really like about uh, the tales is that it's, it's a it's like dream shorts <laughs> but longer. Yeah, that's a good. Way yeah, to it. you know that, that's a great example. Let's see. It's a also we get the first appearance of Phil, uh, Hannah, Jack. This is all their first uh, Tales episode. Uh, Puns is back. Mm -hmm. We get Fundy again. 
uh, Tubbo, Rambu, Techno, BBH, and Sapnap are all there. Uh, they also did some cool special effects stuff. True, yes. With the arena. Oh yeah, there were so cool. many cool Th- things that there. Was a lot of, there was a lot of production value, because they had this whole build, which was really complicated, and then they had a whole and a bunch of fans in the background. Basically, or something, for the actual e- Coliseum floor. Or mod, or... Or something like that. It, it was honestly like something straight at high pixel. Yeah. It was just interesting in general, and um, uh, the the characters were also very fun because we got a lot of we got Rambu as the edgy. Uh, <laughs> it was it was a lot of trope characters. You know, Ron is actually like I have this headcanon that basically for Enderman, the how they do their names is that there's like uh they do sur- surnames or like family names <laughs> mm-hmm. as a prefix. So Ronmu's name is actually Boo, and his family name is Ron, Ron, so Ron Bob's name is actually just Bob, <laughs> and Ron just decided to not share his first name. His name is just Bob. His name is just Bob. Okay, and but you Ron have to Bob stop and consider, that's very funny. Dream though. did not have a name prepared for Ram Bob. <laughs> oh, he's, he just came he's up with number five. It's so creative of That him. is so funny. I love the fact that the reason that Rambob is named Rambob is because he just didn't come yeah, up with his name. He didn't have a name. It was like Rambob. And I remember it. Wasn't it like, well, okay, but didn't, wasn't it because they talked about what they were, what their characters, like, names were going to be, and he showed up late? And so when they asked him for the name, he hadn't been there for the discussion in advance. So he was just like, yeah, I'm, uh, Rambob. <laughs> I mean, didn't he also um, say that he didn't know? I haven't like, really gone around the area beforehand, so he yeah. was getting a bit lost. But he thought yeah. that it actually yeah. he hadn't fit his character. Tour. Yeah. Because his character had memory problems. I have, I have a really well, bad memory. <laughs> it just worked out funny. See, this is um, this is why it feels like Dream Bits or like yeah. early Dream SMP stuff where they. <laughs> It's, things end up scuffed like this, but they play into it, and it becomes even better because of that. Well, that's kind of like their strong um, suit, so it's really just very yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, so do you guys want to talk about the in-between now? No. Uh, is there anything else we should cover in the pit, other than the fact that by the end... Watson survived, Watson so and Rand Rand. survived, even though everyone else was dead. No, wait, Watson died, and then he you see him come back. Did he die? And show up. At the, yeah, he did at the, die at the end because t- um, Robin Tubbo. Did he kill him? Because I just remember he activated the floor as lava thing. Oh, uh, okay. Because I just remember and that killed the rest of the competitors. It showing like Ran and Watson at like the edge of the thing and then diving into the I mean, water I guess on the other side. Yeah, next to Ken and Life, he was in on one like uh, character fills. Yeah, yeah. He so Watson shows up again after he died. Ran never got, never died because he teleported out of the lava. Mm. And then you see them having a conversation at the end. There. You don't hear what they say, but um, Carl sort of zooms in on them for a little bit. Yeah. And he's like, wait a second. And then he stops himself. He's like, maybe I shouldn't alert them that <laughs> some of the people survived. And then... And then Carl dies too, because, you know... Uh, he yeah. didn't actually record anything. So he, <laughs> he had the cap on the entire time. Uh, don't so you sad. love those 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 errors in filming? Okay, but we also get 
so at the end of the pit, we also get the first appearance of the other side. So this is probably the part where we talk about uh, the in-between and the other side. Because this is sort um, of a... In-between. Tails did the in-between actually shut for a shop. Uh, the first in-between appearance was... Mizu? Uh, masquerade, actually. Masquerade, okay. Mm -hmm. Mizu was when we first got confirmation it's time travel with Carl. Yes. He shows um, up right, at so the... The in-between itself yeah. is very clearly inspired by Castle Oblivion from Kingdom Hearts. That makes sense. Which is from their second Kingdom Hearts game, which is not in fact Kingdom Hearts 2, but Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. Because Kingdom Hearts 2 was actually the third Kingdom Hearts I'm glad game. someone here knows <laughs> anything anyway, about Kingdom Hearts, because I owe absolutely nothing about I have it. No Essentially, idea it's what Castle, but the main Hearts. character of Kingdom Hearts Sora goes to, while he's in there, he starts losing his memories. Yep. And then, isn't the, let's see, what what does the wiki say about the in-between? Because let's just get, some, get us some information. Uh, we know it's a little sketchy from the beginning, because he finds, I think during the masquerade, he dies, he shows up there, he finds these books that tell him sort of what the gist is, and then... Well, maybe it isn't the first time it's sketchy. He also sees the other versions of him. I think people kind it's of picked kind up on things sketchy. sketchy from the start, though. Yeah. Because it yeah. seems like a too-good-to-be-true situation. Yeah. I'm trying to remember whether the first book... Oh, no, okay. So then in the Wild West, he goes. He ends up back there again at the end. And that's when he gets mm -hmm. the first book that just says, Don't stray from the path. And things get a little, a little extra sketchy. And that's when mm -hmm. he sort of starts <laughs> doubting. Um... It's not until the, yeah. the pit is the first time, mm -hmm. though, that he sort of really goes off of it, though, because then after the haunt... The pit? Hmm? The pit is when it really becomes super apparent that something is very, 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 very wrong. Yeah. And that's when he finds the room with the blood in it, isn't it? I think so. It's when the in-between sort was... of starts glitching from looking... That's either... Starts attacking the him. Um, the one before that. It's... He found it in the one before that... The, in the room underneath the tree in the lake area, he found it earlier in a previous uh, Tales. And then when he goes back to it, there's just blood and the message is swapped with something else. Yeah, so mm -hmm. so he goes to the in-between four times. So it's the first time is the Masquerade, the second is the Wild West. I, I'm actually hmm? curious if the Kingdom Hearts connection is anything more than just like aesthetic inspiration. Because he does use Kingdom Hearts music in those sections. And I think by Castle Oblivion... Well, I get a few different things going on in Kingdom Hearts, but when Sora goes there and he's losing his memories, it's because of someone called Namine, who's been held captive in the castle, and is able to alter his memories. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he's taken a lot of inspiration from it for mm -hmm. uh, that, because he's so always been a very, very like professed some fan. Some inspiration he could take is that there's somebody inside the in-between who's controlling it or being controlled themselves mm. maybe i don't know there's a lot of theories about what what the heck the in-between is definitely playing into the whole light darkness thing with the in-between and the other side though so i'm curious about what's gonna happen with that yeah because light mm. and dark is also like a big thing in kingdom hearts yep i know okay so so he goes there four times, and the Haunted Mansion is sort of the one, or the first time it seems weird is the Wild West, but the Haunted Mansion is where it starts, like, picking up with him 
seeing multiple of these books telling him to not stray from the path and that uh don't stray from the path don't, don't stray, stray from, from the path, path. Don't, don't stray from the path and that something is watching and there's an unknown it somehow involved i'll be honest i like i like the other side's aesthetics better the other side's cool i want to see more of it but we haven't gotten to and that's sad god it's like it's like all dark but it's warm it feels warm because of the the coloring of the light and it's raining constantly yeah it's really 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 pretty which mm. i will like carl puts so like clearly puts some time into figuring out who's gonna like build these things because they are really beautiful they are i do like the kind of change like it's also nice to see the versions and having uh the sort of like life castle be the one that's all ominous and foreboding and it's too mm -hmm. pure to be truly pure yeah yeah contrasted with the whole like the other side is like home and it's quite warmly lit and it's like you're going inside when it's raining on the outside mm. so it feels more comforting i like those kind of subversions of the typical trips yeah. yeah um the other thing what appears good isn't good and what appears bad isn't bad yeah that's always a very fun Rainbow trip to play Rainbow. with the other thing that shows up there, there's a couple of things that show up in sort of the tales from the smp episode and in between specifically that tie to a bunch of other stuff when you think about it because there's the smiley face which i think is a the bracket smile. Yeah, which is the quackity one. Mm. And then there's also the wither roses that are showing Isn't up. Isn't there? And it's also one oh, toward yeah. Jesus. So at one point there was some <laughs> crazy conspiracy theory type thing. That George was, character George was somehow connected to the in-between. Oh, they tried to connect just about anybody and everybody. There was, there was Quackity, there was Dream, there was Dream XD. Have I, have I ever told you about my crack Carl, theory that George, um, was... the fridge that is character Wilbur's mother is actually the in-between? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. There's so many theories about what the heck And I think Joy on. has posted that, uh, you know, that because... We know that bridges can constantly oh, travel no, in the no, the, not the slowly turning so, gray meaty so feet popping a fridge theory. Oh no. God damn it. Sad. We don't need that in this. <laughs> we have enough fridge lore. I don't want that. <laughs> but, um, you heard it here, folks. Carl is becoming a fridge. It's really interesting <laughs> to sort of... Because the entire thing that the in-between is built on is that sort of we are friendly, we are home, we are safe, and Dystopian we just, utopia. you know, the, the trust us, we know what's going on, trust us, just listen to us, and it comes off in these books as, like, the creepiest thing ever, because it's just, like, <laughs> the in-between is such a gorgeous place, isn't it? I'm sure it's going to continue to be great between you and I. Please keep it safe until next time. The SMP needs you, and you need me. We make a good team. See you soon. But then you also get these books that are just like, don't trust the castle. It isn't what it seems. Thank God you found this. It can't see you down here. This place isn't okay. You have to get to the portal and leave. And it's just, it's, it's these very differing vibes that are incredibly uncomfortable. <laughs> and like, they just build up this yeah. sense of foreboding until that, uh, the pit episode which is like the fourth time he goes there and that's when he gets through the portal and gets to the other side and it's just very i feel like oh man 
It's it's so well done though. Oh, like, it is. That entire chase scene, the, that entire scene where he's mm, just being teleported really right back to where to he walk. started. Oh yeah, it's it's very. There's like. It's so well done. I, I wonder if he got advice from Rambu for for how to do something like that. Maybe I don't know. A lot it, of the people. It feels something like Rambu would do. Rambu's very good at like, you know psychological horror yeah and considering that that happens after the pit episode where we know he was supposed to have lore going on in it then it, <laughs> i would i feel like it's pretty safe to say that he had sort of a an impact or at least like a consultation on being like yeah you could do yeah. this because that kid like studies horror and thrillers and suspense <laughs> and stuff like that considering how much of a fan of it he is even though he's a giant scaredy cat <laughs> he is a giant scaredy cat. It's so funny. Oh man, I I really hope that we get more of you know the other side and the in between and just tales from the SMP in general because it's really really well done. And yeah. I know he puts a lot of effort into them, and I know that that means it's like very <laughs> difficult. <laughs> like for Carl because it requires a lot of production effort because he wants them to be the very best and I know he puts like a lot of pressure on himself for them to be the very best but yeah honestly at this rate I'd be okay with just like those first streams that are just like them yeah. messing around on the SMP playing uh you know mafia sure, or sure. something like that <laughs> it's like anything be good I would I would love to see like one of those one of those streams yeah maybe that's just me being desperate for lore though I don't want anything. Same. I'll take anything. <laughs> we'll take anything, Carl. Please, if you're watching this, we'll take anything. We are desperate <laughs> for. Oh man. We are desperate for that. We're for any kind of content, really. Yeah, I'll take it. Um, something interesting though about Carl's skin, the during the entire time, first it gets inverted, then it gets desaturated, then it's completely white. Yep. Well, it's co always and completely white in the in between, the and then side. it goes black when he gets to the other side. Yep, it, it switches. It's very interesting. Yeah. Um, there's definitely there's so much like going on with his character, and I want to know what it is. Only thing I really wish that they would do is just be on the actual SMP, doing stuff with his character, and you know, showcasing <laughs> that whole bit memory more, loss thing difficult. that he's supposed to be having. Yeah. But haven't really seen other than Sapnap thinking that he's high all the time because he doesn't remember to do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, I feel like the reason why I kind of treat them as sort of like disconnect, interconnected, self-contained one-shots is because that even though it's a huge part of Carl's character and Carl's story, um, Carl himself just doesn't stream on the SMP all that often. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I guess part of the reason why he doesn't is because it doesn't always get the kind of views as an actual Tales episode does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tales really wouldn't. It also might be the though. whole like uh production level thing. As yeah. in like yeah, people will too. come to expect a yeah. higher production level of Tales, even in its normal Dream SMP streams. Yeah. I I wish um I wish we I wish Carl for the time when he was when he was super more much more active that he interacted with more people than just um Quackity and us uh, Quackity with just George and Bad and uh Sapnap. Yeah. When he was building Kinoko Kingdom. 
because he was there for like a little bit of building Kinoko Kingdom. He helped pick their flag out, and then he vanished right when the world needed him the most. <laughs> I feel part of it is he doesn't seem to be like a big Minecraft player to me. That's fair. So a lot of the other people on the server are make Minecraft content, but they also just like playing it as a game. Yeah. <laughs> so even if they're not specifically doing stuff, they can just play Minecraft. Yeah. Oh yeah, remember that time? I don't know if you guys saw, but I remember a time when uh, I think I was watching a Rambo stream and Carl just walks down the pathway in his grayed out skin. I'm like, oh yeah. You okay, bro? And he also showed up. To change it back. <laughs> I know, like one other thing is that he like showed up when Quackity or Bad were doing lore, and Carl was like messaging Quackity to get away from the egg. So like we know that he does. Have you have you seen them? Have you seen that like stuff? one comic that's Carl yeah. talking to Quackity, and he mentions it, and he's like, "I didn't do that to keep you safe." Yeah. From the egg, I did it to keep Bad and others safe from you. Because I know the future, I know what you become. Man, I thought that cool. was <laughs> fan. Is that a fan thing? I think that's a fan. Yeah, it's just a fan. There's okay, some really okay. cool fan con. Like I think Carl, for some reason, is like. But it's a really interesting reinterpretation. Yeah. Of that oh yeah. There's there's a lot of like fan content that people make for Carl Lord that is like. Because, like, Deriva Cat's first, like, really big songs were all focused around Carl and his character and that okay. stuff. And there's a lot of, there's, like, uh, animations. And he he just, he interacts with the fans a lot, I think, when it comes to stuff like that. And he also just gets a lot of a fan lot content. A lot more than other CCs. I think it's definitely kind of a similar thing to MCC, where it's, like, something, Tales is something that can bring the whole fandom together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're not really gonna get discourse or at least much discourse, especially character discourse out of a Tales <laughs> stream. Yeah, it, it's it feels. It's like a fresh start. Yeah, really. it's still related, mm -hmm. but it feels more distant, and it's not any of like the same characters for the most part. So, mm. it's just I don't know. It's interesting. I feel like it, it gives everybody a little bit of buffer room because you're not like worried about what's happening mm -hmm. to the characters. You're Normally, it's it's episodic, so every time it's a different yeah. crew. Um, uh, anthology, I think, is the word. Yeah, it's an anthology. It's a common like, thread of Carl being there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the overarching story with the in between, but individual episodes are yeah, which is a whole sort of like slightly interconnected media but... trope style, and it works really, really well to have that. Mm -hmm. But I think having that sort of changing cast of characters, and instead of having even though they're played by familiar the, people, you know, you know the thing where it's, it's like every time, like, every time, um, someone introduces their character, and you just see like this wave of character, my beloved dockets. <laughs> yeah, it's the God. I really, really like tales. Is there's just something about tales? There really mm. is. Um, and I think that's probably a good point to leave this episode off on. Yeah. yeah! Tails is amazing. Everyone, when when Space Race comes out, because Carl has promised us that Space Race <laughs> will eventually come. Eventually. When it'll Space be here. Race comes out. Eventually. Go watch it. Go watch it live. If you can't catch it live, go watch the VOD. And I recommend the actual VOD because I believe he also uploads a edited down version. 
of the yeah, um, of the stream. But you're gonna miss moments like apparently Dream killing himself during Mizu, which I need to go catch now. Uh, well, bye. Bye! So, see you! Well, thanks for listening to the 17th episode of Mauhi, and we hope you enjoyed it. If there's any topic you'd like to hear us discuss, feel free to leave a comment or find us on Twitter at Mauhi Podcast, where you can also ask us questions or just get updates about new episodes. See you next time!